Welcome to Adulting 101, the weekly workshop-style podcast designed to guide and motivate millennials in all facets of their lives. You're listening to the February 2018 edition of the Millennial of the Month. Whether you're interested in learning how to manage your money, get healthy, or just live a happy and productive life, I've got it all here for you. While I can't confidently say I have it together 100% of the time, I'm happy to share my struggles along this journey. Adulting may be seemingly impossible at times, but it doesn't have to be that hard. So come along with me as I hope to inspire you to finally take control of your life. And if you're not already, please feel free to check out my website, daniellodoesadult.com, and follow me on Instagram, at daniellodoesadult. Without further ado, I'm super excited to have you here today, so let's get into it. This week on the podcast, I had the pleasure of interviewing a blogger friend of mine, Victoria Worth, who's located in Columbus, Ohio. Victoria and I connected back in 2017 when I first started my Danielle the Adult page, and we have come to get to know each other through that as she is also a millennial blogger blogging about her day-to-day life as an adult in the workplace and as someone who is in the dating scene, which is quite entertaining in my opinion. So we did have some technical difficulties when recording this, and we actually had to re-record the interview, but that was okay. It gave us a really good time to chat and get to know each other, and we've actually been talking about planning a meetup maybe sometime this year in Niagara Falls, as she has never been to Canada, which is quite interesting and exciting. So without further ado, I'm just going to leave it to the interview to speak for itself, so I hope you all enjoy. Okay, so I guess we'll just uh, hop back into the interview here. (laughs) Let's try this again. Okay, so for those of you listening, we actually recorded (laughs) this about two hours ago. We talked for probably almost an hour, and the file was not working, and it was completely silent. So here we are. (laughs) It's all all good. Second time's the charm. There we go. It's actually funny... um, Back in 2014, my friend and I used to host our own podcast, and we were working on my laptop, which was like seven years old at the time, and every week, not every week, but like quite frequently, we would have it where the file would delete itself, and then we'd have to like re-record the whole thing, and this just totally reminded me of that time. Great. Okay, so why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners? (laughs) okay so if you don't already know who I am my name is Toria I'm 25 years old and I live in Columbus Ohio um my nine to five job technically eight to five I guess (laughs) I'm an engineer I work for a stormwater management manufacturer we made a plastic pipe, and I sit my desk a lot. Um, I know we had talked about this sort of off the record, but you mentioned that your workplace is very much divided in terms of age. So how is that for, like, a day-to-day work life? Um, I definitely... I love where I work. I absolutely love it. I love my team. We are very young as a team and as a company, um, but we have a lot of older people working for us, and it can be a little—it can be a little annoying. Just they treat me like I'm a child sometimes, and I'm not necessarily a child. 
So how did you get into the field of engineering and like what sort of led you down that path? I've always wanted to be an engineer. I was just always really good at math and um, a lot of encouragement from my parents led me to want to pursue that in college and just deciding on civil engineering just felt really comfortable just because I knew I'd be able to get a job. I knew it was something I could succeed at. Um, and there's just so many different facets of civil engineering. So if I didn't like one, I could always go to another. I guess that's fair. Like it provides a lot of flexibility. I know. Yeah. Um, I had read your post, like I said, on Instagram about like wanting to be a bridge builder and you kind of just wanted to do that because that was all you knew. <laughs> Yeah, when I was maybe in high school, I was really intrigued by bridge design and just the complexity and sometimes even the simplicity of bridges. But I realized that's a lot of math and a lot of hard work. And I decided that bridge designing was not for me. <laughs> I wanted to, I decided I wanted to be a transportation engineer upon graduation but only lasted about a year in that field. And now I'm working in stormwater, which was really funny because it was what I hated the most in college. This is stupid. And then you get into the real world and you're like, oh, it's actually not that bad. I think, I think I've learned more from work than I did in school. I feel like that's a sentiment that everyone can probably relate to. <laughs> Probably. Um, so we actually got connected through Instagram because I know that you run a blog. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about that? I've been a blogger, or as I like to self-proclaim, Insta-blogger, um, for about three years. I started in college, and I mostly just posted pictures of my planner. And when I say planner, I mean physical book that I write my plans in. Not my phone. Yeah. <laughs> and that turned into me creating a little brand for myself as quote unquote Miss Engineer. And I opened an Etsy shop where I sold stickers for planners. Very cool. And then I decided that was too much work. And I sold my machine and decided that I just wanted to post what I like. And so it turned into me just becoming an influencer and, and trying to connect with people that I don't necessarily know, um, but that like the same things as me, that are making the same kinds of life decisions as me. And it's brought me to meet you. Yeah, no, I think that's awesome. I think that Instagram, a lot of people kind of give it a bad rep, but... It has afforded a lot of opportunities for a lot of different like-minded women to connect and help encourage each other each like on our own journeys. So it's been a lot of fun for me and I'm sure it has definitely. been for you. No, that's so great. Yeah, um, definitely. What would you say has been the most challenging part of running like your Instagram and your blog account? Um, the biggest challenge is just like trying to keep up with all the changes that... Um, just social media in general has to offer like Facebook buying out Instagram and changing all the algorithms and the chronological feed and stuff like that. 
but another challenge is like you don't want to post what everyone else is posting necessarily like I see 10 bloggers posting Valentine's Day gift guides and I really don't want to post a Valentine's Day gift guide because what makes mine different from everyone else's? Exactly. It's hard to sort of stand out when the market is so saturated, but at the same time you want to make sure you're producing content that consumers want. Yeah. You also, I know we actually didn't chat about this earlier. Um, you have a YouTube channel as well, don't you? That you sort of like? <laughs> I sort of have a YouTube channel. I don't really post as much as I would like to on there just because I am kind of paranoid about how I sound. (laughs) (laughs) I love it though. I think if I had more free time, I would totally vlog, but like, I don't know. There's always that fear of like, do people really care what I'm doing? Editing videos is a pain. Exactly. Like, I don't think people realize how much effort goes into like editing videos or even like posts for Instagram and like blogging and all that. Like people are like, Oh, it's easy. No. <laughs> yeah. And like same goes with YouTube. You don't want to post what everyone else is posting. Yeah. So like finding that unique content that's still going to draw in viewers is a challenge in itself. Definitely. So what's something you wish you knew when you first started with your Instagram and blog account? Something that I wish I knew when I first started, companies aren't going to always approach you. You have to be proactive and reach out to companies that you think you would connect with and don't ever work for free. Yeah. I hear that a lot from a lot of influencers that like, especially when you're newer, you're very tempted to just hop on the first offer you get. If someone's going to send you free things, then you're like, yeah, for sure. I'll post. And then you end up like very deep having to post like six posts for this one item you got in the mail and it's something just like, yes, it's very frustrating. Um, when I see a whole bunch of bloggers popping up now, like, and they're all doing the same campaigns and I'm just like, you're, you're falling into the trap. trap. And what about like, so overhead costs, say starting out, a lot of people seem to think they have to put like hundreds of dollars into launching their blog. Um, was that yeah. the case for you or what are your thoughts on that? It actually wasn't the case. Um, I consider blogging a hobby, which for some people it might not be. And if you're planning on making a full-time income off of blogging, you might want to put more money in. But I host my blog for free, Blogger, which is a Google product. So I actually don't pay for a lot. The only thing I really purchased is my domain, which was $12. So I I don't pay for a host. I don't pay for a ton of things regarding my blog. I do my own coding, so. Okay, wow. So it's easy. And, like, I, I feel like that would be a good, we'll get into, like, real advice later. But just for people out there who are thinking of maybe starting a blog, that, like, you can just go ahead and do it for the 10 or $12 it's going to cost you. You don't need to put in. And you don't even need, you don't necessarily need a domain Mm -hmm. right away. Just get out there and start producing the content. Yeah, just start your content and see what your audience likes. And then when you do start making money, then it's only $12, really, (laughs) for a year. A dollar a month to have a domain. So how do you find it is to balance between working full-time and then having this sort of blog and Instagram hobby on the side? I mean, it kind of sucks because when I work from 8 to 5, I really don't have time to take pictures during the day. Yes, thank you. Me too. engineering isn't really that 
<laughs> engineering really isn't that exciting, so I'm not going to post a ton of pictures of me sitting at my cubicle at work. I pretty much limit myself to the weekends for content creation, and, and, and sometimes after work, I'll write. I'm feeling I'm so motivated, but I don't hold myself to a high standard when I it comes to writing i know my followers love my instagram more than they love my blog so as long as i'm posting on instagram and twitter i think my followers are happy yeah exactly so just understanding your audience and then being able to curate your content for them i think is most important yep um what do you see as your long-term plan for your blog or your career even like do you ever want to transition into full-time blogging or is it kind of just for fun for now i mean ideally I would want to marry someone who makes a six-figure income so that (laughs) I could just be a blogger all the time and not have to worry about engineering. But I don't know how likely that is because people are intimidated that I make more money than them (laughs) as an engineer. uh, Follow Victoria's Dating Diaries on Twitter, you would know. (laughs) Hashtag Victoria's Dating Diaries. (laughs) I love it. It doesn't last very long, ever. (laughs) Yeah. It's good while it's there, though. I love it. It's funny. Um, What is a piece of advice you'd like to share with other millennials? Piece of advice? I know we talked about this off the record, but never say no to dessert. (laughs) Ice cream is always the answer. Yes. I have partnered with companies such as Halo Top and Arctic Zero and... While I advise to never work for free, ice cream is always an acceptable form of payment. There we go. We're going to spend our money on it anyway, so you might Exactly. Um, And then I know we had also talked about um, in the workplace and how difficult it can be to be young in an older working environment. Yes. Yes. Um, Another piece of advice I have is that if you don't want to be treated like a quote-unquote millennial, then don't act like one. Don't expect to be given everything. You need to work for what you want. You need to put yourself in uncomfortable situations and prove that you are not the child that the older generation might see you as. This is where we insert that like praise emoji where it's like the two hands with the... Like the trays. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, preach. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Preach. I think that is something that a lot of people in our generation have been struggling with because they expect to say, like, graduate, oh, I just graduated and now I, nobody wants to hire me. Well, you have to actually get out there and put in the effort. Like, things aren't just going to exactly. be handed to you. Um, so that I think, yeah, I really appreciate you sharing that because that is so, so key. So where on social media can people find you and connect with you and get to know you? Well, my blog's URL is for what it's worth, W-E-R-T-H. It's a play on my last name. Love it. (laughs) I think I'm funny sometimes. (laughs) Uh, For what it's worth.com. And you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash for what it's worth you can also find me on instagram and twitter at victoria underscore worth perfect so everyone out there should definitely check victoria out follow her on twitter she's trying to get to 500 followers and hopefully she's there by now already by the time this goes up but (laughs) i like to think that i'm funny so if you want some comedic relief 
and or perpetual dating life. It's all good. Serial dater. Oh. All right. So that is it. I really hope you enjoyed our little chat there. Again, like I said, we had a lot of fun getting to know each other and she's just a really interesting individual, you know, proving that a young millennial can have a good balance between a career and an online life. And so it's nice to get to connect with someone else out there doing the hustle. So like I said, in previous millennial of the month episodes, if you think that you have a story that would be interesting and you would like to share it here on the podcast, feel free to shoot me an email danielle at daniellethisadult.com or you can direct message me on Instagram that's at daniellethisadult. In the meantime, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you rate it on iTunes. I would appreciate that so much. And until next week, I hope you all enjoy your next seven days. I will talk to you again soon. Goodbye.